Hey, you guys. What's up? It's been a minute, but we're back. I've got lots of explaining to do. However, it's Monday night. I'm sitting here drinking a Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream, zero, and watching football. So, you know the drill. If you hear something going on in the background, it's probably just the TV. So let's just, we're just FaceTiming, we're just pretending here, you know? But yeah, so I'm the type of person who can't talk about things outside of the current headspace I am in. And so the past, what, like six weeks that I have neglected to post literally anything on my podcast page, my brain has not been in a place where I wanted to talk about anything other than where my brain was, but I wasn't ready to talk about where my brain was, and I'm still not, but I'm in a different place with it currently in this moment, and I'm feeling really inspired, so I was like, I've already recorded this episode twice all the way through and deleted it, so we just got to roll with it right now. And yeah, I think it's a good conversation to talk about. I think it's a good thing for me to share because I don't think I necessarily give off this facade. So, you know, that's what this is all about, right? Doing things that make us uncomfortable and praying we don't throw up while we do it. I actually just turned on the TV even more because I felt like it was really loud. So, okay. So usually we all know that I started doing my like favorites of the month, talk about my goals that I set, goals that I accomplished, yada, yada, whatever. So don't have any of that today. Didn't accomplish any of my goals in the month of August. Wrote them all on my board. Didn't do any of them. I think the drinking coffee out was probably the most successful one, but read half of one book ran twice just you know August was a very emotional and tough month for me mentally for lots of reasons lots of things I've never talked about before but bringing up the goals thing because you know it's great that I set goals for myself and it's also great and okay for me to not achieve all of those goals because I was feeling things and that's okay And I don't know how much advice I'm going to have in this episode because it's something that I'm still actively working through and on. But if there's any advice I can offer, it's right there. That's number one, that set your goals, but it's also okay if it takes you a little longer to get those goals. So am I going to think about those the next couple weeks in September? Yeah, already doing a good job with the coffee, I think. And I that includes, like, my money, okay? Like, sometimes my mom is really cute. And if I'm having a bad day or something like that, she'll Venmo me coffee money. And it's super cute and sweet, and I love her. Um, so I, I think I bought coffee out every single day because I said, these are on Karen. <laughs> so it doesn't count. Um, 
but yeah, I've been trying to just do weekend coffee treats, even though I'm probably going to get coffee tomorrow because I didn't get it today and I want it. So I don't know. <laughs> it's all in moderation, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's my piece of advice. Set your goals. Allow yourself some grace if you can't achieve all of those goals, you know, because life is very hard and I think the level of hardness people experience is all different and that's okay and that's amazing but yeah all about perspective okay so I'm just gonna jump right into it because I don't know how to phrase any of this no matter how many times I write it down or record myself doing it so today we're gonna talk about anxiety a little bit of depression and mental health just in general I wouldn't describe myself as an anxious person until as of probably within last year and it's been something that I'm trying to figure out and navigate through and figure out what works for me. So I thought it was just good to be honest about that. I think it's still a bit taboo, mental health in general and it's something that I think is very important. So, I don't know. I just thought, you know what? I could avoid recording a podcast ever again. But I just think that being honest, that's what it's all about, right? That's why I wanted to do this, to be uncomfortable and share things to hope that maybe it reaches somebody and it helps them. But, yeah. So, um... The month of August was just very challenging in general. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I don't like to talk about it. I try not to talk about it. But a year ago in June, uh, my cousin passed away. Very suddenly, very unexpectedly. He was 33 years old and he dropped dead one day. And not even saying that to be an asshole, that's what happened. There was no cause of death found. Results came back inconclusive. You know, just a situation where it just leaves you wondering about everything and questioning things. And yeah, it's been really difficult to understand and accept and navigate through. Um... And so in August, uh, one of the reasons I went home was for the first Memorial Softball Tournament. He used to play in a beer league at just one of the sporting complexes. And yeah, they organized and hosted an event. And it was very beautiful. And it was the day after his birthday, um, which what would have been his 35th birthday, and it was just like really sweet you know it's amazing how many people can still come together for somebody who can't be in the room anymore so yeah it was just challenging and so working with that and then just like my own personal things you know with work and life and then at the end of the month my 
very first color guard director passed away very suddenly and that was also difficult just because um, I've known her ever since I was a little girl she taught my sister and she was a beautiful human being like a real life angel that graced the earth and was very well loved and known in the color guard community and I only got to spend three years with her but she's just somebody that you hold very near and dear to your heart no matter what and just reflecting and thinking about it like the ripple effect she had on my life like I owe every color guard experience to her because if it weren't for her then you know I never would have met my color guard director who spent most of his career with me and the support that he had with all the other techs that were there and you know if I never met him then I wouldn't have marched independently at the places I did and if I didn't march winter one place then my summers would have been different and yeah so it's just very overwhelming to think about like if you take the time to sit back and think about how one person has had such an impact on your life and that ongoing effect that it's going to have because of who she introduced you to and how all of your webs connect it's just very very overwhelming so yeah just thinking about like that best piece of my heart like she gave me all of that so that was hard as well (laughs) and so when I was home I saw the Barbie movie with my sister and I loved it and it was so cute And we all know the song at the end of the movie called What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. And I had heard that song prior to seeing the movie. And the first time I heard it, I just like sobbed because it just like hit right at home with a lot of questions that I've been asking myself, mostly within the past year. And yeah, so it kind of inspired me to talk about that to talk about anxiety to talk about how that has looked in my life and how these things have happened and yeah so you know the drill I'm just gonna ramble on for a long time and I hope that what I'm saying makes sense and I get somewhere with it but we all know because I've said it on here before I have I probably should be if someone could be it would be me diagnosed with FOMO and after losing my cousin that is something that went at an all-time high and I play those mental games with myself that I've also mentioned before of just like going into a spiral And essentially, that's kind of what happens. Like, with the FOMO, I think about timelines. And it's not even that I think about a timeline, like, being like, I'm 25 years old. I haven't met my husband yet. Like, I need to have kids by I'm 27. I want to have a house by this. Like, I don't compartmentalize my life like that at all. I never really have. I more so think about my timeline as in how long is it and how much time do I have. Because... It's not every day that a 33-year-old healthy man drops dead, you know? So 
thinking about that is scary. And I think that would make anybody anxious and anybody scared. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm scared to live my life or anything like that. But I can get in my head and freak myself out about, you know, I want there are things that I want in life and I think everybody wants things in life and they have dreams and things like that and I'm just like what if I don't get to achieve them or am I doing something that's inhibiting me from achieving that because I'm thinking too hard about something or something like that or then you think about like are my decisions right or wrong and the truth of that is is that there are no wrong decisions because each choice you make gets you to the next spot that you're supposed to be at you know But it's hard to not get into that mindset because you're trying to think about like there's only so much time that you have, right? And am I using it wisely? So that brings me to like, you know, I'm 25. A good time in life, yeah? And there's so much hype and emphasis on being in your 20s and being like, this is the youngest and hottest that you'll be. And, you know, instead of staying in, like, you should be saying yes to everything and doing all this stuff because, like, you only get to do this once and blah, 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 which I totally agree with. I'm somebody who is a yes man, love going out. If you asked me to hang out with you at 4.30 in the morning, I would probably come over. You know what I mean? Like, I just love doing stuff. You want to jump on a plane and you want to fly somewhere? Let's do it. You want to spend... to watch a concert front row absolutely let's do it you know because you only live once I'm a big experience girly like money always comes back hopefully you know you figure it out you make it work but like time doesn't and like your life doesn't you don't get any of that back you know some people abuse it and some people get second chances but that's not the real reality of any of it that's not real and that's a whole other conversation and kind of political and we don't need to have that negativity on this podcast ever but yeah you don't get a second chance to do any of this so that's yeah that's that but again everybody's chapters are different Everybody is on a different stage of life. Whether you're both 25, your paths are different. Your priorities and your needs and your wants, they're all different. So yeah, you can't compare yourself to somebody else. You can't compare yourself to where somebody else is. And for me, when people put so much emphasis on that, like right now, my current living situation, my life, like what I'm doing... I get in my head because of the FOMO and the being like, how long is my timeline? I get in my head and I'm like, I'm wasting my life away because I do spend all my time alone. But it's that's not my choice. It's just the way that life is right now. You know, that there's not a lot to do. It's very much so like you go to work, you go to the gym, you go to the grocery you do the extra little things that you like. It's more wholesome, I guess I could say. Do I love it? No. Am I kind of miserable? Absolutely. Is that really hard? Yes. 100%. Because I'm at a stage in my life where I want to be going out and I want to be making friends and making those memories. But like 
right now, for whatever reason, that's not deep down. I don't think that that's what I actually need. And I know that I have to get through this little chapter I'm writing to then start writing the next one, which then I will be prepared. And then I remind myself that, so if that next chapter of life is coming, then you do have more time and it's all good. You know, your book is going to be long and it's all going to be good. So yeah, that is a little insight to how I spiral. I probably made all of you anxious just talking about it. But that's just like the reality of it and the life that I've been living. And it's funny to me because a lot of times I'll like post pictures or post something and people are like, oh my god, you look so happy. You're living your best life. Like you're thriving. And like I'm actually crying like every day and freaking out most of the time because of something that happened a little over a year ago that has just been very hard on my mental and heart and that's why I am a big person of saying like everybody experiences things differently and we all just need to be aware of that you know it's so easy to judge somebody right off the bat and I was judged when I moved here for being quiet and people thought I was miserable they thought I hated them they thought I was standoffish like in reality like I was just like trying to like fucking figure it out and be like what the hell is going on what is life what are we doing what is happening I was terrified like you know like it's so easy to jump to a conclusion about something and like all of the accusations and judgments that were made about me were all very wrong and I was just like trying to keep my thoughts down and like feel okay. That's why I was quiet. I didn't have an attitude problem. I didn't have any of that. I was just like trying to be okay. So if I can offer any other advice, it's to just always keep that in the back of your head that everybody experiences things differently. And if you have somebody new coming to the environment or you're new going into the environment, wherever, like give people time to adjust. Make people feel seen and acknowledged and welcome. And you'd be amazed at what that can do. So I guess I want kind of the next little thing to be about the way that this spiked level of anxiety inside of me has affected me um, and things that I've started doing because of it. Um, So when I moved here, I had a very hard time talking to people And for those of you who know me very well, you know that I don't struggle speaking to pretty much anybody and I never have a problem being quiet usually. Um, But I moved here three and a half, four months after my cousin died to a place where I didn't know anybody, left my whole entire support system behind, coming into this new place by myself 
And I know in like my second or third episode, I mentioned just like a situation where, you know, it's kind of on the outs, iced out a little bit, lost some friends. Um, I didn't share context of what had happened, but it was because my cousin died and I asked somebody for help with it and it just did not go the way that I ever foresaw it happening and I was kind of blindsided and it really hurt me and yeah it's in the past and it's fine but it really really affected me and to experience something like that and then to have somebody react like that while you're still grieving it's it's hard and I just don't really think people understand the effect any of what happened last year had on me and that's also been hard it's been hard to talk about but like I'm just sure a lot of people don't think that I I don't know I don't know I just don't think people are aware it's fine though because I don't talk about it um but so I moved here and just had a hard time talking to people was scared to speak to anybody because in my head I was like all I did was ask somebody for help and this is what happened because of it and so like if somebody's going to react like that just for asking for help I don't even want to even imagine what somebody could react like for something else so I was scared to speak to people and that was hard for me to understand because I am a very social person and usually extroverted and outgoing and so when I couldn't bring myself to talk like that was very uncomfortable for me and hard for me to be like Molly like what is going on like why can't you say hello to these people so that was difficult I've also had a hard time making eye contact with people, (laughs) which makes me feel silly, but, um, I, I don't know. This is like, it so was not a date to me because ew, um, but like we got drinks and ate food together. So like technically textbook, it would be technically a date, whatever, but that wasn't it in my head, but I couldn't look at him, like, at all, and I told him that. I was like, I'm sorry, I, like, cannot make eye contact with people, and yeah, so, like, that's strange. Never really have had that problem before, I don't think. Um, I'm really, like, tappy, 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 clickety, clacky with my nails. Um, I play with my bracelet on my right hand all the time. I twist my ring around if I get a little anxious and nervous um so like those are like little tell-all signs for me where I'm like okay like let's go for a walk let's relax let's go to the gym that's why I love working out so much because it, it just helps me like move and like moving and thinking about things like relaxes me um the last thing that's been very difficult is I've struggled a lot with panic attacks over the last year, which is very new for me. I've never experienced any of those before until probably when I moved here. 
Um, so that's been interesting. Um, but just comes from me getting panicked, obviously. That's what it's called. But just worked up about things and death and life and everything like that. Um, but I'm always able to calm myself down. And I think that that is a very awesome thing that I can do for myself. I can be there for myself and I have the strength to calm myself down. Um, I think that's really great. So I feel like if you're ever in that type of situation that you're capable of more than you think and in life you do have to be your own best friend and I think in moments like that it really shows how you can be there for yourself. So yeah. But I brought up the Barbie movie before because of the song What Was I Made For? And I guess I should preface this by saying before I start saying things that like I'm okay. Um this is more so just like being able to talk about stuff that I think everybody struggles with that people don't talk about on the regular basis because it's is uncomfortable and it is hard. Um and I'm also somebody who like just doesn't want people to know that there's something wrong because I know that I'm going to be okay. At least, you know, that's always the mindset and the hope for everybody. But yeah, I just don't I don't like that. I yeah, don't like it. So, it's hard for me to talk about. It's hard for me to say like, yeah, I actually struggle and cry all the time because I yeah, life is crazy. So, just want to preface by saying that like foundationally in the grand scheme of things, like I am okay. Um and the questions that I'm about to ask, I don't want anybody to be worried. I think they could be misconstrued for sure. Um, so just need to really like just say that I, I am okay. Like I want to stay on the earth and the planet. Don't have any desire to change that about my life. Um, so the song, what was I made for? After watching the Barbie movie, I feel like it was a, you know, a common question of you know you're thinking about your purpose in life things like that that's something that I feel like I've struggled with the past few years just trying to figure that out normal questions I feel like for a 20 year old to be asking themselves and so um it kind of works into all of the anxious thoughts and anxiety that I feel trying to answer that question for myself you know like why am I here and just the things that happened in August and last year you know my cousin knew from a very young age that he wanted to be a firefighter and he grew up and faced a lot of adversity and he failed and tried again and worked really hard to accomplish that dream and he became a firefighter and an EMT. He was a fireman for two townships. He hi- was hired on by UC before he passed away. Like, just like somebody whose purpose seemed to be laid and drawn out for them from the very beginning. And somebody who was like actively like making the world better and like saving people and contributing to society in a very very positive way 
And then someone like my former director, like, same thing. Like, she was a real-life angel and touched so many people's lives and organizations and people and contributed and made the Color Guard community and activity so amazing in so many ways. And just for example, like, those are two people who, like, left the earth way too soon. And for me, it scares me because I'm like, is that what it's all about? You find your purpose and you make your mark and that's, like, your penance and what you're supposed to do. But, like, you can't keep track of what your purpose is and what you're meant to do in this life. And... Sometimes I think maybe it's guilt on my end because I haven't figured it out yet and it's okay that I haven't figured it out, but, you know, why? Why should people who have figured it out and who are doing amazing things, like, be the ones to have to go when there are people who are still figuring it out or haven't figured it out or maybe will never figure it out and, you know, we still have forever quote-unquote you know so yeah that's like where my head's been and it's a hard place to be I think it's a very real place to be and it's okay that I'm there it just makes you question things it just makes you really think about like what you're doing in life and I think that that's very important and it's just scary to think like you know life is crazy like we literally are brought into this world without choice which is fine. And then you have to navigate this shit and figure it out. And we all just die in the end, which some people are really okay with that thought. I know a lot of people who death doesn't scare them. It's the cycle of life. It's what it is. Like for me, it terrifies the hell out of me. And it's something that I am really trying to like be okay with. And yeah. So like, Super depressing, but very honest. And before I started recording this, I was crying because Blink-182 finally announced when their album is coming out, which is October 20th, and I'm so freaking excited. But they also announced that they're releasing another single on Thursday, and it's called One More Time. And I listened to like a little sneak peek of it that they shared and literally started crying because it's really emotional. And then there was like a little documentary snippet. And their whole album is about their journey back to each other and the pain that they went through as a band and breaking up and finding their way back and all that stuff, which I am very emotionally attached to Blink-182, so it's different for me. But the song One More Time is essentially about like why do we have to wait for tragedy to happen before we do something and in their situation it was why did it take Mark Hoppus having cancer and almost dying for the band to speak to each other and come back to each other like why does it take 
a tragic situation for people to care or to change or to take initiative or to do anything. Why? And I feel like that kind of encompassed everything that I feel right now recording this is just that like you will never have enough time for anything so just I've said this a million times before on here I feel like a broken record but like be so intentional with everything that you do you will meet people who are just a part of your season of life and that's okay but care about them wish them the best don't brush them off don't be a dick don't be an asshole you know like care about them create that relationship with them create memories with them and then you know what you're both gonna move on to different paths of life and hopefully like social media is beautiful in that sense you can stay in touch and you can still encourage them you know somebody is cheering for you and rooting you on and showing an interest in caring about you don't be an asshole and call them weird for caring about you or anything like that like I'm somebody who feels very deeply who cares deeply about things who's passionate about things who has experienced a lot of hurt and loss and I just put so much emphasis on like life is really short (laughs) that's never gonna change you have no idea what's gonna happen to you tomorrow you could wake up for work and that's it it's over So, like, how do you want to be as a human being? Like, do you want to walk around, like, not giving a shit about anybody or anything but yourself? Like, that's fine. But also, like, okay, (laughs) what's life if you're, if you have no human interaction? If you have nobody to rely on or anything like that? So, that would be my third piece of advice to just be just so aware of how you treat people how you observe people how you judge people how you go into situations how any of it I am low-key very standoffish now and I'm hard to talk to at times but like that's just because I'm like trying to fight through this own like inner battle I have going on but I do care about people still I do love them and I don't know that's just I don't want to sit on here and be like love everybody and blah 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 but like don't make people feel bad for caring about other people or about you or supporting and encouraging you they're not weird they don't have an ulterior motive you know some people just want to see people succeed and they want to make people feel happy and loved because that's why I do it because I know that it can all be over in an instant and at the end of the day if I know that like in my heart I was doing what I thought I should do then you know I can't be too regretful about anything so I feel like that's all I have to say that was kind of a downer but I go to therapy I think therapy is really great I don't have that tattooed on my forehead but 
there's no shame in going to therapy. And I feel like a lot of people still feel that shame. Um, and it's all good. You know, because you can go to therapy and you don't have to tell anybody. You know, it, it's not like you got to wear it on a t-shirt every single day and be like, I need mental support. But it's good to go. And I think everyone should go. And I think you should take more pictures of the sky and you should go stand by water and look at the earth and the beautiful things it created and you should log out of Instagram and put your phone down and you should call more people and FaceTime people and just text people back if they (laughs) say something to you you know just Obviously, you don't have to do that with everybody, but you know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. But, yeah. That's kind of all I got. And I hope that was kind of helpful. And if anybody has any tips or tricks or has been in similar situations, like, please let me know. Because I think it would be really helpful. Actually, I want to share one more thing about not judging somebody. So, um... The weekend of my cousin's funeral, we, it was 4th of July, so I went to my friend's 4th of July party, you know, being a person of like, just gotta get out of the house, gotta stay busy, I went to work the next day after I found out what happened, like, it's hard, but that's the kind of person I am, like, I just like to stay busy, I like to stay distracted, I like being around people, I'm a social person, it's helpful. Go to this party, I'm in a mood, obviously, not a bad mood, just like, bro, what the fuck is happening? And during that time, I would just like, you know, excuse myself. I'd go sit outside. I'd go get some air. It's what I would do. I felt really bad about doing that, but it's something I needed to do. So I would, I wouldn't draw attention to myself. I would just go take a minute. If my friends were worried about me, they'd come find me and it was fine. So that day was obviously very hard and um we went to the bars I was just quiet I was just a quiet girl and somebody that I didn't know he was just part of the friend group um I met him a couple times before like I knew who he was whatever and he was talking to me but he always just like irritated me anyways because he talked too much in my opinion (laughs) um and he literally looked at me and he was like you don't know how to have fun do you and two of my friends were like, you need to stop talking. You have no idea what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I have no idea. Like, didn't really know what to say to him. I'm just like, I could make this super awkward right now if I wanted to, but I'm not. And later he was told what had happened. And then the next time he saw me, he apologized. And yeah, don't talk to people when you have no idea what could possibly be happening in their life and that's my last piece of advice and I think that's really important and I think everybody is doing the best that they can and that's really great and I feel like that's how all my episodes end just like allowing people more grace and just make people feel seen nobody wants to feel invisible Nobody wants to feel alone. 
And if you saying hello to somebody or inviting somebody to lunch or making them feel like you want them around, whether you're at work, with your best friends, wherever you are, like just make people feel like they're there. And I just think that can make all the difference in the world. So my quote of the week this week is, if God isn't letting you forget about it, you should probably start praying about it. I saw this on TikTok and loved it right away because I am a firm believer in that. It resonated with me very well. Um, But just, you know, kind of lumping that into just like if you're feeling anxious about something or sad or whatever it may be, like to just look to something greater than yourself and pray that, you know, you'll get through it. So yeah, sweet, fun. Glad I did that. Hope this came out okay, you guys. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. I, this shit's hard. I hate talking about my feelings. I hate talking about things in general. I just, it all sucks. But you know what? We're here to do it. We're here having a good time. One day it's all going to pay off. Yeah. So, song of the week. We're for sure going to do blink when H's new song. It drops Thursday, 10 a.m., September 21st. It's called One More Time. And I'm actually going to pull up my phone right now and play little snippets for you guys. And I'm going to be crying. So, dude, I'm so excited for this. This is emo as fuck. Like, I'm pumped. But this album is going to literally destroy me. You guys don't understand. Okay? So, here is the first song. Snippet. Okay, and part two, same song. I wish they told us it shouldn't take a sickness or airplanes falling out the sky. Do I have to to hear you miss me? Bro, I don't care who you are, but do those words not just like freaking like tug at your heartstrings? Like you're lying if you say no. So, yeah, so excited for that to come out. We'll probably post it everywhere and cry all day long. So, we're so excited, but that's all I got. And just lasting thought, you're doing a great job. You're all doing a great job. Everyone's doing the best they can. And if you're anxious or you're stressed or you question things, it's so normal, okay? And I'm telling you it's normal because I do it. And life is really fucking hard. And that's something that people don't prepare you for. So. Remember my first episode? There's someone out there who feels just like you. Okay? There is. Got it tatted on my leg. To prove it to you. 
So yeah, have a great week. I'll be back next week, I promise. Hopefully with more exciting and fun updates and good good vibes. All right, but we all we just need yeah, to sprinkle in a little sprinkle in a little uh sad boy vibes in there every once in a while to keep the harmony and balance of the world. So, yeah, that's all. I'll see you on the next one.